What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thanks for joining us for another Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. I'm here with the CEO of a family-run MSO headquartered in Los Angeles, manufacturing facilities in Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, Missouri, Massachusetts, and all of Canada. They, their products, which is uh, one of the more specific products we're going to talk about today, is El Blunto. We'll talk about that in a moment. They're available in over 3,000 retail stores spread across the U.S. and Canada. And with that, that kind of retail space, you're talking about a representation of a 40% increase in store count to the previous year and substantial growth for a product that I'm surprised we haven't seen more of in terms of seeing cigars wrapped with with the with product, really with cannabis. And I wanted to go ahead and get more on that. So I'm here with the CEO of Albert Einstein's and the, the creators of El Blunto, Q Ladra. Q, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. So let's get into El Blunto itself. Now, I'll tell you this. There was a show that I used to have to go ahead and run when I was uh, you know, working in terrestrial radio. It was a syndicated show we always used to run. It was all about cigars. And I was always fascinated by the whole point of you know, the rappers, you know, the kind of burn you're trying to get with it. Everything that went across the cut, the whole appreciation for cigars. And obviously, it's still very much a very popular thing. But in the historic cigar-making tradition, you decided to go and create the same where in small badges, you're creating El Blunto. So using age-old techniques from master cigar rollers, creating the highest caliber with the highest level of finishing. And the flowers grown in-house and sourced from other award-winning cultivators. So what can you tell me in terms of about, I've always wanted to ask that kind of question because I heard this other show all the time. What can you tell me about the wrappers and what you're putting into, well, while we already know about the flower you're using in the blunt, what can you tell me about what's outside the blunt? The, what was it sourced? Is it something that you grow as well? Do you outsource and like what? Obviously, if you go like to the Dominican Republic or Guatemala, you always get like the top quality wrappers of all the majors of cars. What can you tell me about that? Um, yeah, absolutely. So when we first sort of when I initially started, I wanted to kind of redevelop the way cannabis pre rolls were made, you know. And I saw there was in, in 2017 at least there was a big void on 
cannabis products or, or pre-rolls in general. And I, and I thought to myself, was just like, why is nobody getting into a market that is a convenience factor? You know, like nobody, like really, when was the last time you saw somebody roll a cigarette? And everybody came up to me and said to me, like, the reason why is it's, it's, it's done with shake and trim and people use leftovers and it's an add-on when you buy an eighth, you get like your pre-roll as a gift and, but nobody really smoked it because it was trash. So I looked further into it and I was just like, okay, that's interesting, but why does nobody in the field wants to change that? So it's like, well, like cannabis, unlike uh, to cigarettes, you can't really grind as soon as you grind the aroma goes, the, you know, the terpenes, you know, when you grind your flour at home, you smell the terpenes. It's not a good thing. You know, you're basically evaporating all the good stuff and, uh, you know, all the cannabinoids and all that stuff. And I was just like, hmm, cool. So like, why don't you use full buds instead? And instead of hand breaking them, instead of like right. grinding, people didn't want to do that at that time. They didn't see the value. You know, so I got together with a friend of mine, an aerospace engineer, and we developed um, a curing system. And part of the curing system, that's why I get to talk about the hemp ramp, was the wrap itself. You know, we couldn't use at that time um, tobacco wraps just because they were banned. So we had to go alternative. So I always say we're the Coke Zero of Coca-Cola is when it comes down to blunts. Um, you know, like an, a nice add another added value is that you like really experience the full flower instead of the tobacco right. between. So we get to work and then we've developed this hemp rep in-house that we are been manufacturing. We're importing from Germany, actually. Um, you know, um, very, um, we have like a process in California that we make and now we are distributing it across the United States to all our facilities where the wrap itself has a certain thickness, you know, a certain way of coming together when it cures because we don't grind our flour. So we use actually feel like real flour nuts. You should check us out on social media or any of your followers should check us out on social media. That's under. Well, let me ask you this real quick. Obviously it was not going to be an issue finding good flour that you were going to either get yourself or you would go ahead and get harvested from someone else. So the issue wouldn't be the, the flower, but it always has been, you said it before. I remember seeing friends of mine that would go ahead and pick up the worst weed possible, regs. They would go ahead and pack that in to an El Producto or a, or a Dutch master. That was like, what a piece of shit. Broken down, dry. They would just take this and, and obviously to go through the trouble of good, putting that up together and not even getting a good smoke because the thing is, then you're losing the tobacco that actually is supposed to enhance and infuse along with the flower. So you're not getting that. And I mean, people want to have, if they're going to go and do a blunt, like they want to have it, like they want to be smoking flour with an Arturo Fuente kind of feel to it, or a Padron or a Monte Cristo, right? A Cohiba, if you will. They want that. When you're looking at creating the tobacco wrap for that, the hemp, that hemp wrap right there, you know, how close do you want to try to get to the texture and to the actual you know, that consistency that will get that proper burn that you're already going to get with a flower, but then also to get that encompassed with the cigar itself. So what we did is like, I made sure that all our hemp reps are non-flavorful. You know, they have zero flavor because I wanted the flower to shine. And a lot of people get them flavored because then you can, leave, uh, you, you can use uh, um, not as quality flower. You know, this is not something we wanted to do. 
and I was a big, I'm, I'm big on quality when it comes down to quality, but I'm also big on experiences. You know, I want to give people an experience that they haven't had before, because if I don't give them ex an experience or if I would only give them a pre-roll, where's the value, right? Because everybody can do it. But if you give people an experience, like you said, you know, you want to have something that is very boss-like, that is a very high quality cognac-like or champagne-like right. or whiskey-like uh, experience, that's what people enjoy. And that's what we like develop, you know, like there is no flavor on the wrap. And if you then use quality flour, which we do, you know, and uh, and again, you know, like back back when I first started, people like called me crazy and said, like, why are you putting all this quality bought into your pre-rolls? Nobody's going to pay the price that you're asking for. And I was just like, I was just like, don't worry about it. They will because convenience and quality and then experience is everything. So with the Oblontas, what can you tell me about the rolling process and what you're doing with that to go and create it? So it does stay packed and it does hold up well once you're lighting it up. Yeah, absolutely. So like we roll our blunt hand. So it's a handmade product, you know, where people in my facilities all across the United States, uh, we sit down, we weigh out the flour, we hand break the flour. So the flour in general, sometimes it's not even compromised. It's not even touched. And they roll it up. And then we it undergoes the 72 hours curing process where it sucks out all the, the air pockets from the blunt. So there is no canoeing or no um, you know, funny business happening when you light up your your blunt. You you like you charcoal up the, the corners, you take your first drop, and it, it has the slow and even burn all along. And think about it. If it's ground up flour, it burns so much quicker. If you use real butts where the aroma and the cannabinoids are still intact inside you will have the each straw gives you the experience of like real flower of all the terpenes of of the entourage effect that's what people want right that's what people got drawn to cannabis is because of the entourage effect right well what can you tell me about the uh, the packaging is great i see how you set up it's it's a, a good quality packaging with the cigars what can you think about, I guess, if people were going to still use it, say if they wanted to use a humidor, the the lasting life of, for getting it, if you buy it, how long is it Well, going to be good for you to go ahead and then open up and smoke? Yeah, the idea behind the humidor and the, behind the packaging, the packaging itself was just to create familiarity. You know, if something at a time when nothing looked familiar in the dispensary, I wanted to create a little bit of familiarity uh, to yourself. So you get more drawn to my to the to the product itself and then I also you know and again i said that earlier i'm really big when it comes down to creating experiences i want to give people an experience where you have your humidor packed with albulentos you put it on your coffee table next to your cognac and whiskey you pull it out you open it up you look at what you have on in strains you take one out you pop it open it has a glass tip it has a rubber plug on the glass tip you take off the rubber plug that says al blanto on there and it's an experience it's not like just a pre-roll that you unpack you light up and you smoke it's a celebration you know like it's for a long day after work with a couple of friends you guys want to watch a game and you guys want to you know live a life live life a little um that's for who i made it for you know for like these special moments in life 
creating community, getting people together, and just enjoy cannabis. Now, you've done the products on the line where you've done beverages and you've done other, you know, obviously, flowers. Uh, what can you tell me in terms of what you have now and the works that people can be looking forward to from Albert Einstein's, anything that's in production or other ideas that you have? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, we want to, you know, like I want to stay focused in the, in the pre-roll space, everything pre-roll wise, you know, we have a pre-roll or cigar that is fully made with organic rose petals, you know, uh, where you have like the rose petal terpenes that you experience with the blend, which, you know, we can keep in stock. People love them. Um, we also are introducing for the first time joints with this with the glass tip we have a six pack which we call el jointito six pack rolled and hand finished um with high high hand high quality you know flour that is another product that we're about to launch well actually launched already in massachusetts and want to roll across the country as we go so i want to go and ask you so initially the company's in california correct that's correct. And one of the areas that I notice right now is you know, I always have to, people that work in California and the cannabis industry, I always have to ask about what's going on in terms of the issues that are going on to help, or in some cases, the governor might be hindering the further growth of the industry with all the taxation that's being put on there and how much per square foot, how much is being put across the board. There have been a couple of things that were passed this week in the last week or so from the California state legislature. I want to ask you about number one, um, there's now, the SB 1294, California Cannabis Equity Act, and there was a part where a uh, story I was taking in is that a new state bill has been signed by the governor to promote greater diversity in California's cannabis industry, allowing the Department of Cannabis Control to issue provisional licenses for local cannabis retail equity applicants, and which is one good thing that they bring across, of course, furthering the growth and a more of opportunities for people, but then at the point of expanding it to the consumption lounges or the cannabis cafes for whatever reason they're not going to allow that because i don't know why but i mean it's just the story is now ab 374 was vetoed by governor newsom and he says about the fact it was going to be allowing uh cannabis cafes amsterdam style legalized cannabis cafes could be then opened up across the state but he makes the point that there was a concern that would undermine california's long-standing smoke-free workplace protections so protecting health and safety workers is paramount. I encourage that in subsequent legislation that needs to be concerned. So they're using that, you know, the Clean Air Act as the buffer to continue growth. Talk about what it comes to California, when it comes to getting the good and the bad. Yeah, it's a bit, uh, California is a really overregulated uh, right. state with, um, not a lot of uh, strategy. That, that's how I would probably explain it. You know, it's just putting putting band-aids over problems. Um, 
you know, when it comes down, like you said, when it comes down to taxation, it's overtaxed, you know, like if you're so concerned about the end consumer, why are you overtaxing the end consumer? Um, you know, and then, and, and, and the entire situation right now that we're facing with the cannabis cafe is a very unfortunate situation just because if you look around, more and more dispensaries are getting out of business because there's no experience involved getting into a dispensary. You know, like people are trying um, to give people an experience when they walk into a dispensary as, as much as they possibly can. But if the product is behind the counter, you can look at the product, you can see the product, you can try the product, um, then, you know, you're basically buying something and then you're like walking out of that dispensary. You know, like I understand the free, the, the concerns regarding the, uh, the free, uh, the smoke free working environments. Right. That would drive sales. That would give people the opportunity to, to, to sell non-cannabis products to consumers, to create live music, people to consume and actually entertain. This is what uh, Holland did, you know, like, and I grew up fairly close to to Holland. It took me 30 minutes to get to a coffee shop back in the days as, you know, as a young, as a young man. And uh, that's why, you know, those coffee shops in, in, in Holland are thriving. And that's yeah. why this, this year are hurting is because there's no experience involved. We're in an age where people want to have experiences. Selling cannabis alone isn't enough anymore, especially when the competition yeah. is stiff. And when I dig down into this, the street.com reported about the veto. Okay, please listen to this. So the legislators in California, the assembly passed this, the vote was 66 to 9. In the Senate, 33 to 3. The people spoken. The representatives have, have have made the vote clear. Vote clear. It's a. It doesn't even make sense. And and obviously the policymakers they push back as why are you going to do that because there's already consumption lounges where smoking already takes place. Part of Prop sixty four. So why not just go forward to that? So I just think that you know there's some things where some things will get passed because it's symbolic in nature because it's a feel good kind of thing and performative at best. But then it's this here, and it's like, well, you know what? That, that, that's government not helping the businesses out. I completely agree. You know, considering that we already have consumption lounges, it's a, a slap on the face for everybody that went out and voted for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just sometimes feels, unfortunately, like that everything that we do becomes over bureaucratic instead of like simplifying things and making them more dynamic to how people are acting and want things today. You can, you know, like, who's to say that we can, like, do a trial where people, like, can, let's see how it works. Let's see how, you know, like, and you have to stay dynamic and on point if you want to keep businesses alive, especially during this tough economy that we're facing in certain states, you know, such as California. And there's just so much that they're going to put into here in terms of, how much is being charged altogether? I mean, if you, and also just by state, it's also a lot of inconsistency. If you just go by 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 county, excuse me, and looking at that. And when I look at just so the background, I, I try to go look at what the cities in each area about how much you're being paid for taxes. So, like, say for Santa Rosa County or Santa Rosa, California, they talk about 
Cultivation, you have to pay 2% taxes on gross receipts or $5 per square foot. 1% on gross receipts for manufacturing and on the re- adult use retail dispensaries, they also pay a 3% tax, not to mention the 15% excise tax. Taxing across the board. And so it's like $25 per square foot or 8% of gross receipts overall in some areas that you're paying on taxes. I'm just surprised anybody can still do business in California when they're taking so much away. It's, I, I'm surprised too. I, I'm not sure how, how uh, people are doing it. And that's why, you know, like I have a really tough understanding how anybody on top can sit there and, and think that is okay. You know, if you, if you add them all up, local cultivation, processing, manufacturing, distribution, and retail tax all together, the tax rate on average, on an average cannabis purchase is effectively about 50%. Let that sink in. How does that make sense? While the illicit market is thriving and taxes use zero, we brought in close to a billion dollars on tax revenues last year. In the for the first three quarters, and the illicit market is is rampant, and legal business can compete. Let that make sense. And you don't want to stay dynamic. You don't want to do anything that is out of out of pocket. You're so concerned about things that um, the, you know the general public isn't that concerned about anymore, right? And for a business owner like yourself, I mean, for California itself, I mean, it's one thing you go through other products, having your products in other markets, but California initially because distribution, cultivation, manufacturing first started there. And that is the issue of trying to go ahead and replicate the same thing in other markets. But it has to be tough as a business owner to do whatever you can, which I'm sure you do, to try to avoid not having to go ahead and put some of that cost back on the consumer, having to put the price up for a great product. You can put the price up. It's a very competitive market. If you're trying to put the price up, somebody right next to you is going to put the price down. You know, it's not a union where everybody comes together and says, like, you know what? We should stop here. That's not how like cannabis works in um, in California or in, or even in other states. What happens is everybody tries to undercut. They're not trying to under to create better product. They're trying to undercut, and the reason is is, is very clear to me because there's not a lot of space of what you can and cannot do because. Like I said, it's not about creating an experience for a customer. It's just like you're selling flour at your retail store. So how are you going to get cons- get a consumer to come to your dispensary and set to the dispensary right next door? How do you do that? You achieve that by giving them discounts, by a cheaper product. You know, uh, there's not much more you can do. And if that's all you can, it's like sell product that is behind the counter that nobody can see then that's what happens. Right. Let's go ahead and get people to the websites now real quickly. Albert, Einstones.com. Albert, uh, so remember it's Einstein, but remember stones at the end. So it's almost like it's a, I don't know, a Flintstones reference if you think about it. And there's Lblunto.com, uh, B-U-L-N-T-O. Uh, for those that want to go and check out, we mentioned before that <clears throat> products are manufactured in various markets, which includes... California, Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, Missouri, Massachusetts, and all of Canada. And again, 3,000 retail stores across U.S. and Canada. Real quickly, for those that want to go ahead and go to the websites, 
What should they do to get their hands on an El Blunto product or so many little things you have that'll be in the works? And you know, the most concentration of where people can go and find them if they're going to go drive to a store. Yeah, you can find us on our website. Um, we have a store locator. You can also reach out to us on info at albertinesongs.com if you want to be direct to retail location near you. And, you know, like I would just advise you, you know, like I'm a bit biased, but I would still advise you to try one of our products because it is superior when it comes down to quality, uh, especially if you're a cannabis connoisseur, if you put a lot of value in, in quality uh, and Alblanto is the right choice. Been here with Q Ladra, CEO of Albert Einstein's and the makers of El Blanto. Q, thanks for being on with us. Rasko, it's my pleasure. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.